Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the program. Today, we're going to jump right back into the headlines that we might have missed from overnight and see where things currently stand as of this morning. And to do that, once again, we'll be using the Independent. Headline, Idaho Murders. Kaylee Gonsalves sister, Brand's killer, true evil, amid Brian Koberger's stalker claim. This article was authored by Rachel Sharp and Bevan Hurley. The grieving sister of slain University of Idaho student Kaylee Gonsalves has branded her sibling's killer true evil after chilling new details came to light in suspect Brian Koberger's affidavit. Now, think about how horrified we all were when we read that affidavit. Imagine being one of the family members of these murdered college kids and reading what happened in that affidavit. True evil only scratches the surface of what this scumbag really is. Olivia Gonsalves told NewsNation that the revelation that the 28-year-old criminology PhD, a PhD student appears to have stalked the student home on King Road in Moscow at least 12 times prior to the November 13th murders haunts her. It is chilling to think about. Imagine you're just hanging out in your house doing your daily deeds in the kitchen, washing dishes, playing with your dog, watching TV, whatever it is. And this sick son of a bitch is posted up somewhere outside watching what you're doing, taking notes and getting ready to put an absolutely evil plan into motion. And these kids, they were unaware of what was going on. And it's chilling to think that it could happen to anybody. One of these sickos gets it in their head that you're their target. And before you know it, they're hanging out outside of your house like Francis Dollarhide from the Red Dragon? We had no idea. She had no idea. I had no idea that true evil was genuinely watching them, she said. That's been the hardest part of this, is to sit back and look at the totality of it. When my sister was FaceTiming me about a new Egg Bites recipe, he was planning his next visit to the home. As well as cell phone data, the affidavit reveals other evidence also led them to the arrest of Mr. Kohlberger for the murders of Gonsalves, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin. Police said that his DNA was found on a knife sheath left behind at the scene and that the white Hyundai Elantra spotted at the crime scene was traced back to him. Brian Kohlberger 
to appear in court this week. Suspected killer Brian Koberger is expected to make his second court appearance in Idaho this week. A status hearing has been scheduled for January 12th at the Leitah County Courthouse in Moscow, Idaho. The 28-year-old criminology PhD student appeared before the Leitah County Magistrate Judge for the first time on Thursday, where he was denied bail. The victim's family sobbed in the gallery, while Mr. Koberger showed no emotions. And I would expect him not to show emotion throughout this whole entire ordeal. Certainly seems like the emotionless type of person to me. If you can sit there while these family members are sobbing, and you don't even make eye contact with with Mr. Gonsalves, you don't look at those family members. Dude has all of the characteristics, at least in my opinion, of a straight-up coward. Any sort of bitch-ass punk that's lurking around somebody's house and then has the audacity to go in and murder them while they're sleeping? Yeah, my friend, you are a fucking coward. As far as these court appearances go, they're going to start coming hot and heavy. There's going to be a lot of them, and these court proceedings, they're going to take some time. The wheels of justice grind slowly, folks, but rest assured, they are grinding now. And Brian Koberger is directly in the crosshairs. Zana Carnodal's family speaks out after affidavit release. The grieving family of victim Zana Carnodal has spoken out after Brian Koberger's affidavit was released on Thursday. Sheldon Carnodal tweeted on Thursday asking the public to put yourself in our family's shoes and to donate to the scholarship fund set up in memory of the University of Idaho student. And now when we get the revelations that we've gotten out of that affidavit, I can't even think to try and put myself in the position of Mr. Kernodal. It's one thing to think about your daughter not suffering, right? Being asleep while it happened. And it's a whole different ball game when you find out that something completely different actually took place. So I can't even begin to understand what Mr. Kernodal is going through right now. And for them... Part of their grieving process is making sure that the memory of Zana is never forgotten. And to do that, they've set up this scholarship fund. Please think about our family and all the other families involved. Find ways to support them as well. We must continue to remember the ones we lost. We have a long road ahead of us. It's all just so senseless. Like, there's no point to any of it. And the selfish piece of shit who took these kids away needs to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. And if you want to donate to this scholarship fund, a link will be in the description box in this article. Surviving roommate was scared to death of intruder, lawyer says. A surviving roommate of the four slain University of Idaho students was scared to death after seeing an intruder in their Moscow home. A lawyer for one of the victim's family says... Dylan Mortensen, 21, told police she saw a masked figure clad in black walk past her at 4 a.m. on the night the four students were killed, but didn't call 911 for another eight hours, according to the affidavit for suspect Brian Koberger. Now look, I have questions just like the rest of you about why that phone call wasn't made. But for me, we don't have enough context to go one way or the other with that, right? All we have is what the police have told us, and all we have is what that affidavit says. And besides that, anything else is speculating. 
None of us know what this young lady was going through or what motivated her to not call 911. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was she on some kind of mind-altering uh, uh, substance? Maybe some kind of hallucinogenics or something? Who knows? But until we get more context, we really can't get to the bottom of that question, right? That's one that's going to remain unanswered until she gives us some clarification or the investigators give us some clarification. But it's a legitimate question to ask, why wasn't that phone call made for all of these hours if you saw a masked man and all of this other stuff? However, you can't say what you would or wouldn't do until you're in that position. So I see people criticize her like she is the, the issue here. But the reality is, even if she would have called 911 right away with the violent wounds and the violent nature of the attack, there's nothing that anyone would have been able to do, unfortunately, to save these kids anyway. So it's just such a sad situation all the way around from top to bottom. When you look at it and you look at all of the damage that this has caused, and I don't mean just to the obviously murdered college kids and their families, but the collateral damage, the friends, the survivors, all of the people that they knew. There are just so many different layers of pain and suffering when something like this happens that it's almost hard to quantify. And never mind if you're actually there while it happens, forget it. But as far as that 911 call goes or why that 911 call wasn't made, of course I want to know what motivated that. And I think everybody else does as well. But for me, I think that my anger and my vitriol is much better directed at the piece of shit who's responsible for this, right? That poor girl, she's going to live with survivor's guilt for the rest of her life. And she's going to have to really go through it to try and get over what happened here. And remember, for her, she's probably going to have to testify at this trial. She's the only eyewitness who says that she saw somebody who saw the likeness of one Brian Koberger. So chances are this ordeal has not even begun to wind down for the two roommates. Who was the intended target of the murders? From the early days of the investigation, authorities said that the attack was targeted, but refused to reveal what led them to that conclusion and who or what the target was. The 19-page affidavit reveals no details about what connection, if any, Brian Koberger had to his alleged victims. The victims were all students at the University of Idaho. Meanwhile, Mr. Koberger was a criminal justice PhD student at Washington State University. He lived just 15 minutes from the victims over the Idaho-Washington border in Pullman, having moved there to begin the PhD program in August. Despite the proximity, there is no known connection between the victims and the accused killer. It is not clear if the victims even knew who Mr. Koberger was. Gonsalves' father, Steve Gonsalves, told ABC News that he had found unnamed connections between the suspect and the daughter, 
but was not ready to reveal what these potential ties were. And I have no idea what those might be. However, as I've stated before, I know that Brian Koberger certainly was following Maddie and Kaylee both on Instagram. And when you put all of the pieces together that we have available to us, it certainly looks like either Maddie or Kaylee were the target. And then you add a little bit more from what we've heard from Mr. Gonsalves and the nature of the wounds. And it leads me to believe that Kaylee was the target. But we certainly haven't had any confirmation about that one way or the other. The investigation has been very coy and they're certainly not going to release anything like that, especially at this point in the proceedings. Everything's going to be done in a courtroom now. We're not going to get any information from the Moscow Police Department. Remember, they're under a gag order. So everything we get is going to come from those court filings. And like I said earlier, I'm going to start adding those court filings later on today. We're going to do an episode and we're going to put them all in that one episode so that you folks can go back and listen to them. And that way we're keeping up with the official narrative as well as curating the news as it comes out. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box.